Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time. And that whenever and wherever you happen to be, when you listen to this recording, that you take a moment and try to reach out to people that you've lost touch with. Perhaps they're people who you didn't really have a falling out with, but for whatever reason, your lives kind of went separate ways. And I mean, unless they're someone you're not really fond of, then don't bother. But in the event that you have people that you just kind of haven't spoken to, like the time has slipped away because you've been super busy and then suddenly this happened, the quarantine happened and maybe you're kind of like, you know, I kind of miss so-and-so and it's probably time to reach out to them. I know I've got a couple people in my life like that. People that I really care about that I just haven't talked to in a very long time. And it's, it's time I reach out and ask, <coughs> you know, how are you doing? Because for real, we're all in a very hard and strange situation, right? And I'm sure that person will be really happy to hear from you. You know, maybe they think, I don't know why so-and-so hasn't reached out to me. Maybe, maybe they died of coronavirus. <laughs> maybe they're sick or maybe they don't like me anymore. And you're sitting over there going, I really miss that person. And I just got busy in my own world. So it's time to reach out to those people. Just write them a quick little text message. You don't have to call them or video call them unless you really want to. But especially if you're an extrovert, this is a particularly hard time on extroverts. It's a very hard time on teenagers as well. I mean, I know as a parent of teenager, of one teenager, because <laughs> my oldest just turned 20, it's hard on him. His battery for his cell phone ran out <laughs> a couple days ago. And I'm like, you know what? You, you need to find someone to deliver a battery to you because this is ridiculous. You know, he couldn't really reach out to his friends. He was, it was bumming him out. He's like, I don't need to talk to them. I'm like, you do. I think you really do. I know he misses his buddies. You know, he's got his guy friends. He used to go hang out with camping with parkour with, you know, it's hard. It's really, really hard. So this morning he figured out a way to, he, he tied all these strings and ropes together and tied it to 
a um, curtain rod. <laughs> In the end, he tied to a tea box with a an enclosure with um, duct tape. And he called his friend. He's like, look, from my phone. And he says, you need to please deliver this battery to me. You know, I'm going crazy, basically. So the guy sends him a battery or comes over here and he stands at the, he, he like texts us and my son hangs this tea box out the window at the end of all these strings. <laughs> and with the $30 in it, $30 to deliver a cell phone battery in a crisis. Oh my God. An iPhone battery, which is a $14 battery. So way the hell too much money, but you know, I just, it's like at this point, any amount of money, right? So hangs $30 out the window in a tea box and this guy gets the money out, puts a battery in, bada boom, bada bing. The whole thing takes like maybe one and a half minutes. My son comes in this morning and he's like, look at what I got. He's like, I got a battery for my phone. Oh my God. That's so cool. So he quickly ran down the battery talking to all of his friends and the charger doesn't charge the battery for some reason. So he's all day with trying to figure this out. He finally figured it out, charged up the battery again. But, oh my God, what a pain. whole thing's a pain. <laughs> but it's important to reach out. He was so happy. He's like, I got to at least to talk to my friends. You know, and it's so important. I had a friend who, I because I, I changed from my phone to a tablet, I lost everyone's number on WhatsApp, except for four people. And those four people aren't people that I even talked to. So it was like, what the hell? What's up? You know, completely ridiculous. But um, finally, a friend of mine got in touch with me yesterday. I haven't talked to him in months. And he's one of my really good friends in Lima. I, I literally, I spent every afternoon with this person. Every single day for months. And I'm like, how come he's not writing me, man? And finally, I heard from him. I was so relieved. He's okay. He's in quarantine. He's really mad. <laughs> He's really mad. He's like, I don't want to be in quarantine. I want to work, you know. And he is an excellent chef in a restaurant. And it's just like a hole-in-the-wall cafeteria-style place. It's not all that pretty. But the food was excellent. I ate there almost every single day. It's how I met him. And then he started coming over to the hostel and we would hang out every single day, you know, but, um, it's important at this time to reach out to your people, you know, um, especially people you haven't talked to in a long time. I mean, if you haven't been on Skype in like a year, maybe you got some people over there that you actually cared about, but you never talked to them in any other way, but Skype, maybe it's time to check it out or Google Hangouts. Maybe you haven't been on Google Hangouts for three years, but maybe you've got people that you talked to over there a long time ago that you care about. You know, um, recently I reached out to somebody who I haven't seen since I graduated in 1994 with my uh, bachelor's degree, but we've been friends online for a while and I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I saw him on Instagram. I'm all, Hey David, what's up? You know? It's um, one of those times, you know, that we need to start reaching out to people. I'm an introvert. This isn't really particularly bothering me. It, my life is pretty much the same as it was before the quarantine. 
Um, usually I leave the house once a week anyway, so it's like, ah, so I don't leave the house this week. What, what up? You know, so what? See here, you guys hear one. Since I've been talking, there's been one motorcycle and that was it. Not as many military vehicles on the road here today. They did shut off our freaking water at 11 o'clock at night. Thank God. I did my dishes at 10 o'clock at night. I'm so glad I got my dishes done. And then I went into my living room and my son had a couple dishes. And I thought, well, I should get those washed. So in the morning we have no dirty dishes at all. And quickly run into the bathroom, you know, before I did that and opened up the water in the bathroom. And there's no water. I'm so mad. They said that they might do it and they didn't say when, if they were going to. And I remember, um, around 11, I heard somebody leave their apartment, go down the stairs and leave the building. I'm like, Oh, they better be taking the trash out and go right back into their apartment. Right. I'm getting mad. Anytime leave anyone leaves a house now, (laughs) because the more we all stay inside, the, the more, uh, faster we all, get through the virus and there's no more virus. Right. So I guess this person just decided 11 o'clock randomly arbitrarily to go down and, uh, shut off the water to the building, hot water and cold water just gone. It's so annoying. It's, I don't know. I guess they're trying to save water, but would have been nice to get a freaking note would have been great to, uh, have gotten a note unbelievable that they do that here all the time and maybe they tell everybody but the gringos you know it could be that they just don't like us in particular you know they had to open someone had to open the gate one time because this man delivered food an hour early as a surprise for my son on his birthday and they tried to charge us $30 for that and it's like really you walked a few feet and put a key in a hole and that's $30 worth well, all the times we've done that for other people, I think y'all owe us a thousand dollars. You know, like people here are really petty. The management here is super petty. And I'm so mad because I was going to try to leave. I was going to try to move two weeks ago and we couldn't, we couldn't move because of this stupid quarantine Er, day 11 quarantine thoughts that we've had today. Pretty much, um, we're almost out of lemon juice, so we're kind of bummed because we started making, my son started making this incredibly great lemonade. So that was kind of annoying. I had one piece of chocolate today, one little bite of a candy bar. We each had that. And then <sighs> thinking about, you know, I think we might have enough if we have one little square every day or every other day. <laughs> So it's like just sitting here and like literally spending 10 minutes on how are we going to ration the chocolate? That kind of a conversation just (sighs) my son has one vitamin left. We have these different kinds of vitamins and one, he has one left. So I'm like, okay, when that one's gone, that's our last vitamin C. And we have only like multivitamins and B vitamins. So we're, you know, just stuff like that. Those are the things on our minds. Like, okay, we are starting to run out of stuff, you know, and, and it's going to drive me crazy when we run out of stuff to drink. Like, you know, when we mix stuff with water, we've been making, my son's been adding a little bit of fruit 
to water just so we have something to drink that makes us feel like everything is still okay. We're still normal. <laughs> We've been even rationing shows. We watched this show, um, A Letter to the King, and it's only six episodes. And we're heartbroken because it's such an incredible show. It is an, it's really, really good, um, very entertaining um, show. It's about this boy, this teenager that through a, a series of real strange circumstances has to get a letter to a king to prevent the end of the world, basically, <laughs> you know, to prevent this massive um, supernatural magical force from destroying three kingdoms. And so he has, he's, he only has like two weeks to get it to the king. And of course all the obstacles that ensue and I'm not going to go into it cause I don't want to give spoiler alerts, but oh my gosh, really good. And every episode is almost an hour long. So it's about six hours of entertainment. And my son and I are like, oh my God, we can't get enough. We watched like four of them in the first day. And then we realized there's only six. And we're like, oh no, oh no. So the next day we didn't watch it. <laughs> and the next day after that, we watched one hour. And then today we finally watched the last one. And we're like, oh no, what are we going to do? <sighs> I guess watch every show on Netflix, I suppose. You know, what else can we do, Right. But we've, um, we have a few art projects, you know, provided they turn on our freaking water during the day. We have a couple art projects we can do. I've got some things here we can paint. I bought, um, all these wooden spoons so we could do art on wooden spoons because back when my friend's butcher shop was still open, I was thinking about selling them there for money, you know, see, you know, the wooden spoons cost me $2. I was going to sell them for five or something. And I was hoping maybe maybe possibly, you know, like time with the pretty ribbon or whatever. And then my guy, my friend's shop stopped. <laughs> he, he, he had to quit. It was, it was costing him too much. Wasn't making enough money to pay the rent. It's crazy. All the stuff. I mean, he's lucky that happened right before. Can you imagine having all your stuff in the shop and it's quarantine? You can't leave ridiculous, but I don't know, guys. I mean, I'm looking at these numbers, and I, I'm, I'm heartsick over what's going on in the United States. You guys, we have um, by this time tomorrow, we will have 600,000 coronavirus cases in the world. 600,000, 27,365 deaths in the world. And 133,363 people have recovered from coronavirus. Those are the people you want to be friends with. People with the coronavirus antibodies. 17% of the people so far who have had it, out of the people with an outcome, 17% have died. That is That number has gone up. Remember, though, back in the beginning, it was 21%. I'm sick about what's going on in the U.S. I, I, you know, finally a little bit more quarantines are starting to happen over there. But yesterday there was 85 or 84,000 cases, something like that. No, I think it was a little bit more. But yeah, now we have 
104,205 cases that have been reported (laughs) have been documented in the United States. Over 100,000, they in, in my country already, there have been 1,701 deaths. And in Italy, there's only 86,000 cases. They didn't go that much up from yesterday. But the U.S. did because no one is heeding the warnings. No one's heeding the warnings. Or, or some of you are, but some of you aren't. You know, some of the people listening to this, maybe you're not. Maybe they haven't done a quarantine in your area. It doesn't mean that you're safe from this, man. Like, seriously. I'm not trying to be a doomsday sayer. It's just science. You know, science is real. You know, spirituality is real too, but you can't just pray this one away. You've got to be diligent scientifically, uh, you know. I don't want to keep harping on it. But, um... Let's see, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine countries are in the are in the double digits in the thousands. South Korea is 9,478. They haven't hit 10,000 yet, thank God. But Switzerland, the UK, Iran, France, Germany, Spain, China, Italy, and the US are all in the higher numbers groups. Now, as far as where I'm at in Ecuador, we have been on straight-up heavy-duty lockdown, military-enforced after 2 o'clock in the afternoon for a couple days. But since the beginning of the lockdown, since the quarantine began, this is day 11. And we have 1,627 cases. That's like, you know, almost 400 more since yesterday. And we've had 41 people die. And only three people have recovered. That's scary, man. We've got 1,583 cases that are still active, but out of those, only 58 are critical condition or serious. But man, um, I don't know, guys, just stay safe. Seriously, just stay safe. You know, um, it's really, this is nothing to mess with, man. Just stay in the damn house. There are 199 countries and territories with coronavirus cases and two international conveyances. The Diamond Princess cruise ship, which is harbored in Yokohama, Japan, and the Holland America's MS Zandam cruise ship. I would like to ask, when the hell was that one? quarantined like when the hell did that one take take off into the ocean because why is that one new why is that a new thing why are there any cruise ships cruising the world right now no one should freaking be going traveling right now it's just like it just boggles the mind why is that one? I'd like to, I don't know the information on that so much. Maybe that one's already been open and in, in worldometers.info, they weren't doing anything with it. I don't know. Like they didn't like report it at all. They had nothing to do with it. And suddenly, um, 
crazy. Brunei had their first uh, death. It was a 64-year-old man who had recently traveled to Malaysia and Cambodia. See, don't travel. Don't freaking travel right now. I'm the number one person in the world who would tell you traveling is the best way to open your mind and open your, your heart up to other people. But you know what? Now is not the time to do it. Now is the time to stay in your house, play your video games, lay around in your underwear, get all the sleep that you've been missing out on. <laughs> now is the time to be antisocial. Okay. Or social over social media. That's fine. It's crazy. Um, now there's 60 or no 54 brand new cases in, in China that have all been imported from abroad suddenly again with the people traveling again. Three new deaths all in Hubei. 360 new recoveries in China, thank God. According to the National Health Commission there. Can we trust them? I don't know. I don't know. Now China has started closing its borders. Now, finally, starting tomorrow, finally closing its borders to all foreigners to protect its own citizens from a potential second wave of infections. All the new recent cases in China have been imported from abroad. Don't freaking travel, even if you're not sick, because you might be sick and you might not know for another two weeks. This is just absolutely crazy. All right, so something else I was going to say. Now I can't remember what it was. Uh, There's been a rumor going around that Vladimir Putin has released 500 African lions. Someone else said there was 800 African lions released in Moscow to keep people in their homes. Obviously, this is fake news. Not at all true. Uh, The footage that you see, which is wildly entertaining until you realize it's an old, old, old clip of four lions walking down the street in South Africa in Johannesburg. So fake news. I was hoping to report it as strange news, but my son and I looked at it and my son discovered the truth that it is indeed absolutely a hoax so there you go a lot of people have been putting out cures for coronavirus there's not a cure guys there's not a cure there is a prevention that is stay the hell inside wash your hands spray your air with bleach water you know every day your house is going to smell like a swimming pool for me, that's a dream come true, but <laughs> I want a house with a swimming pool so bad. But um, just be careful. Be safe. Don't open your windows. Don't hang out on your balconies, especially if you're in an apartment building and someone above you might have it. What if they're outside above you and coughing, you know? If it is raining and raining and raining and then the sun comes out and happens to be shining your way, then by all means, open the window. Enjoy the breath of fresh air. Enjoy the sunshine on your skin. They say you can go walking around the park. I wouldn't. You know, if you don't have a mask, you know, I I wouldn't. 
even if you do have a mask and then you come in the house and you sit on your couch and you didn't completely spray yourself with bleach water when you walked in and you didn't completely, you know, take off your clothes and throw them in the washing machine immediately. I I wouldn't even, why even risk it? Why even bother risking that? It's going to level the playing field. This, uh, everyone's going to have atrophy in their muscles. (laughs) Unless you're seriously working out at home all the time. I know a few people that are. I know a few people are going outside every day, not even with a mask and fully just breathing in the air, like not a big deal. It's like social distancing. Sure. Someone coughs and sneezes and then they walk away and it hangs in the air for two days. Lives on surfaces several days, according to some reports. I don't know what's true and what isn't true anymore, but there isn't a cure for the virus. There are ways to kill the virus with hand soap, just normal bar soap. Not that I could do that right now. If I had it on my hands right now, thanks to the water shutter offer people. Super irritating that. So, um, I don't know. Wash your clothes and laundry soap. You don't have to bleach your colors, your colored clothes. Like just, just normal laundry soap should kill it because it is a very delicate virus. Um, but all these weird cures about uh, putting heat up your nose with a um, hair dryer. I don't believe that one, and, and, and I don't think you should do it. It seems like it's going to actually hurt you. But the medical experts have said that if you are going to, if you go outside, you know, and you come in, the best way to make sure you don't have it stuck in your throat, because it sticks in your throat for a while before entering into the lungs, just gargle with salt water. Rinse your mouth out with salt water. Vinegar, same thing, vinegar rinse. Just add a little bit of vinegar to a glass of water and gargle with that. You know, if you have an old Listerine container that just, you know, you just ran out of Listerine, oh no. Rinse it out with water and put a little bit of vinegar in it. Fill the rest with water. Now you've got um, something adequate or make it with salt water. That's adequate to um, at least clear it out of your mouth. Just rinse it. That's it. They also say if you drink a little bit of vinegar water every day, that will, if you do have the virus in your throat, it will go into your stomach and the, and be neutralized by your stomach acid. But that's what I've heard the experts say. And, you know, I did do a, a show on what is, what kills viruses in general. I don't know if that will cure the coronavirus or not, but um, things that have been known to cure it or cure viruses in general or kill them. I don't know what the right frequency is of this one. I don't know who's done the research on it yet. You can find that on YouTube and try it out. It's not a guarantee though. So just so you know, um, there you go. I don't know guys. I just, you know, pray, but you know, (laughs) practice proper hygiene in your house and in your body. I'm so tempted to have my friends come over and hang out for a day, but I'm so scared. 
you know, to have other people here or, you know, what if we haven't, we don't know. What if we're carriers and we don't know? What if they are and they don't know? My friends got here literally the day before the quarantine started and they've been traveling. They've been traveling all the way up to literally the middle of the world. There's, uh, there's a, um, yeah, right on the exact equator. There's an actual, I don't want to say plaque or a statue. I guess it's kind of a statue. It's like a marker. And they took their pictures in front of it. And they, but they just released the pictures a few days ago. And I'm like, oh my God, how are you guys traveling during the quarantine? <laughs> but they traveled before the quarantine, I found out. I wanted to say, before I get into the, the normal news, uh, typical stuff for today, I wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been writing me. I didn't check my email in like five weeks. I didn't realize that that much time had gone by. I've been just trying to adjust to the new energy frequencies of being in the fifth dimension, you know, I, I've just been, I don't even know. I can't even tell you what I've been doing with my time. I feel like I'm in trance half the time. It's been really strange. I've been sleeping a lot trying to get, um, I don't know in my sleep, you guys, I'm going somewhere. I'm helping people. And I know I'm doing important work somehow. And then I wake up and I don't remember what I, what I was just doing. I had one quick memory of being in a university and I was speaking fluent English as well as fluent Spanish, obviously fluent English, but I was like speaking both languages side by side to these ladies in a um, university. And they were on the other side of these bars. Like it was like they were closing at the end of the day and had some questions. So through these bars on the window, I was like talking to them. It wasn't in prison or anything like that. It was very weird, weird dream, but they were, um, teachers are also professors and we were collaborating on something and they had some questions for me while they were locking up the building. They're like, Oh, we have a quick question for you. So I was speaking to them in perfect Spanish. I'm so proud of myself. And I woke up, I'm like, wow, I miss speaking Spanish with people because I'm dreaming about it crazy but um have you guys been having really intense dreams lately for sure I have my ear ringing has been the tinnitus has been sometimes off the charts and then like right now it's just very mild but um very sleepy I'm not depressed though it's not a a sleep from depression I'm actually pretty excited even though this terrible thing is going on in the world I feel like Something huge and really good is coming out of this. You know, and even God said today, you know, I did tell you 30, I warned you 30% of the population, they're going to be leaving in in a wide variety of ways, not just through the virus, but through other things too. So he, and I'm like, but me and my kids is like, no, you guys are spiritually awake. You wanted to stay here for this, but 30% of the people did not want to stay, stick around, did not want to wake up spiritually yet. They they weren't ready. They're still stuck in 3D life. So, you know, so I don't want you guys to be afraid of this. I don't want you to be scared. Just be safe, be smart, and be intelligent about what you do with your days, what you do with your life. And if you're all by yourself in your house, I get it. You know what? I was thinking, even though I'm an introvert, if my son wasn't here to stop me, (laughs) 
<laughs> I would have already gone out maybe three times to the store next door to just grab a Snickers bar or something. I seriously probably would have already done that. I would have gone and gotten cookies. I would have gotten maybe even soda. You know, I don't even drink soda except for the, you know, the lime one and the mandarin orange and the, especially the Taronha flavor. Grapefruit soda is incredible. There's no sugar in it. It's just grapefruit juice and basically club soda. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) But I would have already gone out. I would have been like, whatever. And I would have gone out with a little bandana over my face, quickly grabbed the stuff, come back in. And I never would have taken off my clothes. I never would have. I would have just sat on the couch like, whatever. I'm either going to die or I'm not, you know. I know that I know myself. I know if my son wasn't here to stop me, I would, would have already done that several times. Just out of sheer boredom. I'm going to go next door and get some jello, you know. <laughs> Maybe I'll just go next door and I don't know what, you know. I know who I am. I know that that's exactly what I've already been doing. One <laughs> thirty. All right, I got 30 minutes. I'll race on out. <laughs> and I would have probably already walked across the street hung out in the sunshine under the trees of eucalyptus trees, pet the dogs, kiss their faces. I would have already been doing all that. I know I would have. <laughs> We've had considerably less ambulances today. So even though there were, there were several, we had a massive thunder and lightning storm, tons of rain made me really happy. The whole air was filled with this mist so there was nondescript clouds most of the day and it was kind of subdued and dark and then all of a sudden the whole sky turned sepia like we lived inside of an 1800s photograph again and then it turned like a bright orange which is a nice healthy healing color especially lower chakra healing color and then there was pink like everywhere surrounded we were surrounded by pink and it was absolutely glorious. It lasted about five whole minutes. And then all of a sudden that went away and all these dark, dark gray, various shades of gray clouds came rolling in and it was ominous as hell looking. But I'm grateful even now it's raining. I'm like, oh, I ask God, please fill, fill up the rivers, fill up the coffers with water. I do not want to go through this water rationing in the middle of a freaking crisis. And tonight we're going to go over all of the stuff going on in the world as far as earth changes. And I'm telling you, it's less than two pages worth of stuff. Less than two pages worth of things going on. But a lot of things going on are really powerfully, like, intense. It's really crazy, but I hopefully... I'll be able to find some weird or odd news, but most of it is coronavirus related. It's like there's not much going on outside of our houses anymore, especially in Europe. So I'm going to have to turn to the mirror again. I'm going to look at Ripley's Believe It or Not, see if they've got anything new. I went to National Public Radio. They've got some really good articles sometimes. And today they're just boring articles. Like there's some tractor pull that went on in Oregon recently. It's like, why? People stay home. (laughs) Teenagers get to ride on tractors. I'm like, this is not strange. In Oregon, that is definitely not strange. 
not strange, not odd, not even a little bit weird. So their website was kind of a dud. That was like the most exciting news. If <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, that is not even weird. They have some weird news from like last year. It's like they put one weird thing every month. And so their news is like super old. And, I, and so I don't know. I'm looking, looking for it, but I'm going to do my best to conjure up something that will be strange, weird, eerie, whatever. I want you guys to feel entertained during this crazy uh, quarantine. And if I could make y'all a quarantini, <laughs> we'd all be drinking together right now. All right. Spaceweather.com. The solar wind speed is really hardly nothing. 365.2 kilometers per second. That's nothing. No solar flares. Nothing coming out of the coronal holes. Nothing to report. We will, you know, from a few days ago, that is still on its way to us. And on Sunday and Monday, we'll be getting hit with some solar winds. Um, not a whole hell of a lot going on. Um, in fact, what it says here, there's an article and it says, uh, the sun is blank, really blank. 2019 set a space age record for spotless days. The sun was blank 77% of the time last year. 77, there's a master number for you, by the way. And 2020 is on the same pace. So far this year, the sun has also been without sunspots 77% of the time. Will solar minimum never end? Forecasters believe sunspot counts will begin to increase again in late 2020. So there you go. That's it. 17 days without a sunspot now. All these numbers are God's numbers, right? 17, 77. Let's me know that everything is still in God's hands. We're all going to be okay. Cold is what we are at the thermosphere climate index. Neutron counts remain at very high since yesterday. The day before it was high. Hi. And that's it. Not a whole lot to report. Nine fireballs today. Nine fireballs. That's it. According to NASA's all-sky cameras, their all-sky fireball network. So there you go. Disclosurenews.it is reporting power 30. I'm not going to go into their description because not terribly high, not terribly exciting. So not a whole lot going on. I mean, you know, hey. But let's go on over to where it is exciting with the Schumann Resonance, heartmath.org. Let me see here. Get this all queued up. Okay, so California at midnight started off at 57 hertz frequency. Oh, man, almost double what we've got going over in Italy. So that's something. California started off at 57 hertz frequency at midnight, and by 4 a.m., they were up to 64 hertz frequency. See, already more exciting news. Now, check it out. It reached up to 27 hertz frequency, but ah, nah. Hafuf Saudi Arabia back down to zero. They've been zero and they remained at zero the whole four hours that was recorded so far today. In Lithuania, here's a master number embedded in this number. 133 hertz frequency in Lithuania at midnight and they went up to 135, 135 at 4 a.m. And 
in Alberta, Canada. They started off at midnight at 82 hertz frequency on the Schumann resonance scale, and by 4 a.m., they went up to 87 hertz frequency. Northland, New Zealand started off at 62 hertz frequency at midnight and went up to 65 hertz frequency by 4 a.m. Here you go, guys. <laughs> the most exciting number I could say today in Hulului, South Africa, they started off at 444. <sighs> that number means thousands of angels are surrounding you in this very moment. 444 hertz frequency at midnight in Hulului, South Africa. And they went up to 523 hertz frequency by 4 a.m. 523. Looks like they're going to get pretty high up over the weekend. So that's the Schumann resonance. Everyone should be reporting they feel. But are they going to? No, they're going to say it was 30 and that was it. Unbelievable. All right. Whew, 523. All right. In A Course in Miracles, Foundation for Inner Peace website is acim.org. If you want to read along or if you want to read this later or start from the beginning, you can. Or just go along with us as we read the lessons. And lately, their lessons have been very, very short, so I'm reading them 100%. Lesson 263 is where we're at today in A Course in Miracles. And here it is. My holy vision sees all things as pure. My holy vision sees all things as pure. Father, your mind created all that is. Your spirit entered into it. Your love gave life to it. And would I look upon what you created as if it could be made sinful? I would not perceive such dark and fearful images. A madman's dream is hardly fit to be my choice. Instead of all the loveliness with which you blessed creation, all its purity, its joy, and its eternal quiet home in you. And while we still remain outside the gate of heaven, let us look on all we see through holy vision and the eyes of Christ. Let all appearances seem pure to us, that we may pass them by in innocence and walk together to our Father's house as brothers and the holy sons of God. My holy vision sees all things as pure. Again, that is lesson 263 in case you want to reread it for yourself. All right, guys, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we are going to go over all of the world changes, the earth changes report, and hopefully weekly weird world news right after this message. in our own 
own small way. Just one small change, we can do that today. Our mind's getting bigger while the world's getting smaller. But saving the earth's becoming a tall order. From the minute you awake from your nightly nap, you can make little changes like turning off the tap. While brushing your teeth in the bathroom. You can cycle or walk your way to the classroom. Cut down the fuel you used to get school. Too drastic. Spread the word, get vocal. Make it go global when buying food, stay local. Never mind the dishwasher, do it by hand. But I hate washing off. Ah, come on, it's grand. Just one small change in the little things we do. We'll show you how and now it's up to you. It's our future. found out the earth was sick we knew we had to do something quick the earth is a family and our friend we need to mend it before it ends this is our home so don't destroy it everyone should do their bit ice caps melting seas getting high homes will be flooded polar bears will die the sun getting hotter the rain won't fall i'm afraid we won't survive at all recycle the plastic please it's great you don't want that ending up in the See? It's like people use this planet as a bin. Pick up your trash, that's where you begin. Temperature is rising, we are realizing. We must act now, there's no compromise. Just one small change in the little things we do. We'll show you how and now it's up to you. It's our future. It's our earth. We need to protect it for what it's worth. It's our future. It's our earth. We need to protect guys before I get into the earth changes report I wanted to let you guys know that there is a free class being taught by psychology professor at Yale University Dr. Lori Santos and you are able to sign up for this class absolutely free 100% free on Coursera.org so just look up either Yale or look up Dr. Lori Santos, S-A-N-T-O-S. She is going to be talking about how to cope emotionally with this virus, uh, with the stuff that's going on around you and how to cope with staying at home. 
So I'm probably going to go sign up for it and I'll let you know what I, what I learned, but I encourage all of you to go check out Coursera.org. They have really incredible classes. I've taken several classes from Yale University and I've never been disappointed, to be honest. I love their classes, but this one in particular literally applies to everyone on earth right now. So if you're hearing this message, maybe, maybe you should go sign up for it. Now it's going to be live. This is the first one that Yale University has ever had live on Coursera and it will be um, presented on this lecture will be presented on Monday, the 30th at noon Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Time, basically, because it's daylight savings time right now. <clears throat> but if you sign up for it and you can't make it at that time, don't worry because they will send the lecture to you and then you can watch it at your leisure. All right. So I wanted to let you know that also one other um, cool thing that just came across my desk in the past five minutes is that Warner Media has set aside $100 million to help all of their employees who are facing unemployment right now because of the coronavirus crisis. So I thought that was pretty cool. Several other companies are actually stepping up as opposed to my bank, Wells Fargo, who has basically said that their employees have to come to work whether they get sick or not whether they die or not they have to go so best believe I'm going to be changing banks um, pretty soon here because uh, that that just doesn't fly with me sorry you need to protect your employees and actually have a freaking heart anyway um, one other thing that was one other thing oh and before I get into it please consider if you have enough money if you're okay and you're going to be fine for a while, please consider donating $25 to your local zoo. I know that the zoo here, they only have money coming in from, from donations to feed the animals. And I mean, lions take a lot of food. It's like a hundred dollars a day to feed a lion, just one alone. So I don't know. Our zoo here is amazing. We've got this, like, it's like a mile up a mountain and a mile down a mountain, something like that. It's a really, really hard climb up and a climb down. Literally, that's the zoo. You're going up a mountain and there's like railings, but they're really rickety. So it's like, oh my God, it's a workout and a half. I went for my birthday last year and it was incredible though, because the the habitat for the animals, it's like normal, natural for them and they love it. It's the people that have to work hard, you know, as opposed to putting them in cement cages or whatever. So as far as zoos are concerned, I was really impressed with the one here. So I'm probably um, going to give them like $25, you know, um, in the next day or two because they really need it to feed the animals. And that's that's not even going to cut it. I mean, that's not even enough to feed a lion, but... At least it could be enough to feed all the birds. That's enough bird seed for a week. So, you know, at least that's something. The parrots or monkeys, maybe it'll be enough for monkey chow. I don't know. Purina monkey chow is that a thing. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to encourage you guys to feed um, the animals at your local zoo. You know, even if you can't go there now because all the zoos are closed, it might be um, 
helpful you know just consider it or if there's any wildlife sanctuaries or preserves near you that normally will get their money from people going and seeing the animals that's something that's like no one's really talking about except here in Cuenca they did they have been asking every day for money for the animals so probably going to do it now and I'll probably do it again in a week you know once I get paid for the month for next month um kind of make it a point maybe for the next until people can go back to go visit the animals because it was busy when I was there really busy so many people and everyone's so happy to be there one lady was wearing high heels I'm like oh my god dumbest outfit ever it was obviously her first time to the zoo though she looked at me and she's like oh man I, I wish I wore boots like you I wore like tennis shoes and my son wore boots she's like I wish I had shoes like you guys and like your first time she's like yeah I'm like yeah me too but <laughs> she's like obviously on a date I'm like oh man oh man what a trooper she was she went anyway <laughs> what is cool anyway I'm gonna start now watchers.news is uh, where I get most of my earth news changes I don't know if they talked about the golf ball size hail in Oklahoma just happened today so they might not report it yet but golf ball size hail throughout Oklahoma today by the way crazy weather crazy weather so heavy snow hits Arizona on the first day of spring in the United States um, Arizona does get snow but they don't normally get heavy snow they get light sprinkling of snows it's kind of the desert so that's very interesting uh, Thursday, March 19th, the first day of spring, is when parts of northwest Arizona saw 12 inches of snow. So, that's crazy. Oh, wait a minute. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, it is. It says, now it says in parts of the country. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, Flagstaff, Arizona. They're, they're pretty high in elevation. They're just north of um, Sedona. Uh, Flagstaff is a pretty cool place to be. Um, almost thought about living there, but then... I don't know, just, we were kind of not impressed. I mean, we were impressed with it, but kind of, there's something weird about it there. Flagstaff is right next to the Grand Canyon, so it's a lovely place to visit, you know, when all this is said and done, it's all over, and there's no more virus anywhere. It's It, it, might, it might be a good vacation for you guys to go. It's a, it's a lovely place, but they got 12 inches of snow. That is crazy, 30 centimeters of snow according to the National Weather Service. Three people are dead now after heavy rains hit Fiji. They had severe weather, continued into the weekend. This was, you know, from last Saturday. And it caused heavy floods and mudslides. And at least three people died as a result. They're still trying to figure that one out, I guess. Um, They just had a flash flood warning for the last weekend. Heavy rain. And they were clean out the warnings for last week and hopefully it's all over let's send sunshine both to Flagstaff as well as Fiji Islands the Yucatan Peninsula however could use a lot of rain they are heading into the worst drought since 1986 in Mexico they say that uh, the drought situation in the Yucatan Peninsula of 2020 it's shaping up to be the worst in the past 34 years Three years below average rainfall have been emerging and groundwater levels are pummeling to minimal levels. 
So Ayana, let's send rain to the Yucatan. That is another uh, area that's probably being hit hard for tourism because people aren't going anywhere anymore. So let's just send love to uh, Mexico. That's a pretty cool place. I've never been to that part of Mexico. It's Mexico is an enormous country. Tons to see. Someday, maybe. Series of damaging earthquakes have hit Croatia in the capital of Zagreb. The strongest earthquakes since the year 1880. So they're saying several moderately strong and shallow earthquakes shook Croatia. Sunday morning, March 22nd, the EMSC registered the strongest one at 53, 53, hello, that's nothing, 5.3, sorry about that, forgot about the decimal point, (laughs) so uh, basically magnitude 5.3 hit at 5.39 in the morning, and 5.0 happened at 6 point, I mean 6.17 a.m., sorry, UTC time, and both of these quakes were registered at a depth of 6.2 miles. So, wow. Let's send some love Croatia way. A uh, shallow 6.1 earthquake also hit, uh, I don't even know what the hell it says. It's a Central East Pacific Rise. What the hell is that? I don't even know what that is. Pacific Rise? <laughs> is that something we're supposed to know? I hate when scientists don't consider that the rest of the world aren't scientists to know this stuff it was a 6.1 magnitude hit central east pacific rise whatever the hell that is and it's uh 1615 kilometers or 1004 miles west southwest of puerto vila mil again doesn't even tell me where that is puerto rico uh i have no idea where this is honestly So anyway, the depth was 6.2 miles, just like the last one. So there's something strange going on with the depth of 6.2 miles. Have you guys noticed that, that that's been shaping up over the past six weeks, that almost every single quake we have that shallow is at six, it's either a 6.2 quake or at 6.2 miles. I don't know if that, why, why? An asteroid flew past Earth. At a distance of uh, 0.00099 astronomical units from the sun, otherwise known as 92,026 miles. And this is the second, 22nd known asteroid to fly by Earth within one lunar distance since the start of the year. So, I don't know, I thought, oh, wow, okay, 92,000 miles. I'm thinking, well, that's just almost as far as the sun, but no, that's 93 million miles. The sun is 93 million miles from us. So, what, it's like one-tenth of the distance between here and the sun. Oh, my God, that's like kind of close, astronomically speaking. It wasn't captured in our atmosphere. How close could it have been? All right. So scientific, Elena, right? Okay. At least five people are dead and hundreds of homes are severely damaged as major floods have hit Iraq. Oh my gosh. 
like they haven't had enough people you know enough problems over there right the Kurdistan uh, region Duhok govern it was among the worst hit 300 homes were damaged so it's sun sunshine to Iraq oh my gosh severe thunderstorms and rain and hail hit Dubai in the United Arab Emirates that was on Saturday night the 21st of March this event was accompanied by heavy rain and hail which is unusual for this desert city now remember they've been seeding the clouds so they can't be all that surprised when they have severe rain right they said that they had mixed reactions from the residents is it a lot of people probably have never seen this before Probably some are scared and probably some are excited. It's pretty cool. I myself, I love thunderstorms. I get a great deal of energy from it. It makes me happy. <laughs> Maybe I'm weird, but I, I love a good hail, thunder, lightning storm. It's exciting. <laughs> At least 10 people were killed and a thousand others were affected after a large landslide hit the Tambul Nebilier area of Papua New Guinea in the Western Highlands on Saturday again was Saturday 12 people were buried in the rubble oh my god 10 were retrieved and others two others have remained missing since Monday God bless people in Papua New Guinea that's hard man that's uh, scary stuff Days of intense record rains trigger deadly floods in Ohio and Indiana. Torrential rain for days triggered flash floods in Ohio and Indiana on the 20th of March, that's last Friday, resulted in damage to properties and eight fatalities. Rescue operations conducted by emergency responders and volunteer fire departments. And it goes on to say other people who obviously we're rescuing but I'm not gonna go into it but guess what guys you know what it sends uh, prayers to Papua New Guinea in love and Ohio and Indiana let's send them sunshine record-breaking rainfall soaks Southern California and another storm is underway heavy rains have drenched parts of Southern California from the 22nd on through the 23rd of March the coastal mountain ranges were also hit by the widespread rain while beneficial rain and snow did fall in the San Joaquin Valley and the Sierra Nevada mountains so you know what let's not send sunshine there just yet California needs rain because if they get rain then the plants remain green and the fire season is less so let's just send love to California no no sunshine right now they get plenty of sunshine as it is a bright fireball was seen over Belgium meteorites are possible it exploded at 2.04 UTC time so early in the wee hours of the morning on March 18th the International Meteor Organization otherwise known as IMO or IMO IMO received six reports from eyewitnesses including those in Netherlands Luxembourg and Germany pretty cool man there's a picture if you want to go 
to watchers.news right now it is on the first page at the very bottom but by the time you hear this it might be on the second page depending on how fast they get more news out so article arrives bringing much early spring snow and extremely low temperatures to much of Europe so you know what it's a good time to stay indoors anyway unless you could go in your backyard and make a few snow angels I know I couldn't resist especially if I lived alone I would be doing that immediately I'd be building snowmen making snow angels then I'd race inside and make a nice cup of hot cocoa all right so a major Arctic cold outbreak has arrived in Europe over the weekend dumping snow to much of the continent and this followed an unusually warm winter so obviously things are changing guys we're having some massive earth changes here the media alarm has issued heavy snow strong wind and extremely cold temperature warnings for many countries in Europe it's a beautiful picture I love snow but boy I really don't envy you guys stay bundled up stay inside cuddle with your kitty cat or your sweetheart whatever you've got if you're all by yourself cuddle with a nice cup of hot tea hot cocoa just keep drinking the hot liquids guys that's gonna help you feel warm and for whatever reason if you do get coronavirus uh, the hot liquids have been helping to break up the mucus in the in the lungs from the pneumonia part of this so just keep that in mind all right heavy rains have triggered destructive flash flooding and landslides in southern Iran since March 21st so they've had destructive flash floods and landslides responsible for 12 fatalities 17 injuries across many provinces they have reported power outage as well as extensive damage in Iran no I'm sorry Iraq no wait a minute it says Iraq now it says Iran what the hell I don't know where the hell this is now because it says in the headline it says Iran and then down here it says affecting southern Iraq two totally different countries different cultures even different uh, versions of of Islam actually in Iraq they are some I've met people who are Shia but most of the people in Iraq are are not Shia and in Iran all the whole country is Shia Muslim and they are um, the other Islam in Iraq so totally it's like weird two different countries two different everything I, so I don't know which one this is well let's send love to both countries and see what happens right a very strong 7.5 earthquake oh my god that's huge 7.5 is enormous that hit off the coast of southern Kamchatka in Russia it was uh, at 2.49 in the morning UTC time in Russia on March 25th the agency reported 35 miles depth 56.7 miles deep my god it was 7.6 also struck at a depth of 60 kilometers or 37 miles well thank god I, I don't think there's anyone in that area but that that's massive because remember you know from a 6.2 to a 6.3 is 10 times stronger up to a 6.4 is 10 times stronger than that it's a 6.4 is 100 times stronger than a 6.2 so 7.5 is huge huge crazy stuff man all right so wow 
a large and destructive tornado has hit in Tishomingo, Mississippi. I've never heard of this place in my life. This is a rare tornado. Rare tornado emergency has been issued. Um, A large destructive tornado hit the town of Tishomingo in northern Mississippi and moved into northern Alabama on Tuesday, March 24th, forcing authorities to issue a rare tornado emergency. Considerable damage was reported. And let's see what it says. So they said that there were several injuries reported, but then the mayor announced no injuries were reported. I guess he didn't talk to the police chief who was the one initially reporting the injuries. But a lot of trees were downed and the trees were huge, so they downed the power lines. And well, now there's a whole town without power in Mississippi. So, ah, darn. That's that's, uh, crazy. And the 24th newly discovered asteroid 2020 FJ4 flew past Earth on the 25th at 159,883 miles, so quite a bit farther than the other one just from a few days before. Crazy, this is the 24th uh, asteroid flyby. So, in an analysis in the landslide database for 2019, I didn't even know there was a landslide database for the record. <laughs> Dr. Davy, I mean Dave Petley, pro vice chancellor at the University of Sh- University, not Universe, <laughs> University of Sheffield, uh, said that it was shown that 463 non-seismic fatal landslides uh, occurred last year and resulted in 3,270 deaths. That's crazy. 463. So, wow. That, that seems like a little bit more than normal, right? I don't hear of a lot of landslides. We'll see as this year progresses what goes on this year. So this one is really crazy. An intense hailstorm hit Mexico's capital city, which is called Mexico City, uh, destroyed the main food market. I'm looking at this picture and it's like, it looks like um, the highways just snapped in half. It shows several ribbons of highway just broken in several places. This is really crazy. Oh my God. It collapsed the Central de Abasto wholesale food market and trapped six people and injured five. This is in the Itzapalapa municipality of Mexico City. Oh my God, that's crazy. Heavy spring hailstorm. That I've seen some pretty nasty hail in uh, Mexico, but nothing like that. My God. Uh, according to the weekly volcanic activity report, there are 16 volcanoes that have continued their activity, including two new volcanoes that have had activity and new unrest. I don't know. I didn't, I'm not going to look into that, but I knew, I do know that ongoing activity would definitely have to be here because there was a lot of volcanic ash in the air for three days here. And now it's all gone. Thank you to the rain. And I'm grateful. Really, really 
having a lot of, of appreciation and gratitude towards the rain here. There was a strong 6.1 earthquake in Mindanao in the Philippines. It was at a depth of 33.5 miles, so thank God it wasn't more shallow. So, it doesn't really say that anyone died, though. I don't know. I doubt it, but just keep an eye on the Philippines and send them some love, too. Devastating floods displaced 700 people in that Papua New Guinea downpour that we reported earlier. Um, So, yeah, I guess the the river, the Wagi River broke its banks and it sended the flood towards everyone's houses. So, let's send some sunshine to Papua New Guinea. So, here's this Atlas Comet C2019Y4. It's rapidly brightening and it's going to be possibly very soon visible to the naked eye. It's now crossing the orbit of Mars as it makes its way towards the sun and it's been brightening rapidly since its discovery on the 28th of December. So they, they're believing it's going to maybe be visible to the naked eye soon. That will be awesome. That will be awesome. It is this gorgeous emerald green color. There's another picture of it here on watchers.news. It looks like the same picture that was on spaceweather.com. Utah-sized probe aftershocks following a historic 5.7 magnitude earthquake in Salt Lake City in the United States, in Utah, in Utah, in Utah, he, Utah what the hell? <laughs> so this is, um, the 5.7 is the largest since the 5.9 earthquake happened in St. George in 1992. So... They're trying to study the aftershocks to learn more about the, the earthquakes and what's going on there. Um, a strong eruption at Merapi Volcano ashed to 7.8 kilometers, which is 25,500 feet up in the air. Uh, the color code has been raised to red in Indonesia. The most active volcano is Mount Merapi. So it's not really news to them. It's just news to us. But, wow, it... Uh, Forced authorities, though, to raise the aviation color code from green to red, just like that, on Friday, March 27th. A series of severe weather events, including hailstorms and heavy rains, have hit snow. I mean, have hit southwest China, including snow. So, a series of severe weather events, including hailstorms, heavy rains, and snow, have now been battering parts of southwest China. The events caused widespread damage and disruption in the provinces of Hubei, Jiangxi, and Sichuan. Well, okay, Hubei, that's where they've gotten some new coronaviruses, so I don't think we should send them sunshine just yet because that's knocking all that coronavirus out of the air. It's crazy, though. And the very last article for the day Outbreak of severe thunderstorms are likely from the plains to the Midwest in the United States. They are expecting strong tornadoes, severe thunderstorms, very large hail, and damaging winds. And this is likely to be hitting on through Saturday, if not the weekend. Now, I have been looking into other uh, places for news, and 
what I discovered was that there have been, um, basically 200 earthquakes in the past week in the northwest portion of Yellowstone, basically Yellowstone Park. And this is scary because there is a super volcano that if it goes off as the super volcano, it will kill basically half of the people in the United States, quite possibly 75%. So it's really, really scary. And they, so they've had these, but they've also had, um, in the past couple months, they've had over five inches of uplift in, in the section that's uplifting in the Northwest part of the Yellowstone national park is the size of Chicago. So it's pretty significant. It uplifted like 5.5 inches and then went back down 2.25 inches, but it's like, it's like lifting and lifting and lowering. It's just like breathing. (laughs) It's, it's pretty creepy. A lot of the geysers in the area, um, one who, who hadn't gone off in a long time that the geysers are starting to go off there, which is good. Geysers are good because geysers are water that pretty much shoot up out of the ground. Um, it's very hot, very steamy water, and it is one way to relieve and alleviate pressure. Pressure is what's causing the land to rise. And it might be because magma has been flowing in just underneath the land, just flowing up into those upper chambers. So they're still trying to figure out what's going on, but 200 earthquakes have taken place in an earthquake swarm recently. And that is according to um, uh, Sky Media News channel on YouTube. So crazy stuff some crazy, crazy stuff. So I'm going to tell you some things. A woman shares her handy hack for stopping face masks from destroying your ears. And this is someone who's a nurse. So if you are a medical professional and you have to wear a mask constantly, if you put a bandana in your hair and you sew buttons on the side of the bandana, just above your ears, you can put your face mask, hook it into the buttons instead of around your ears. That might be helpful. Might be helpful for everybody. If you have, now you have time, you've got time to sew buttons into your bandanas, right? I wish I had buttons. I do have one bandana and that would be awesome. But but that would, for me, I wear my bandana over my face. (laughs) My bandana is my face mask, unfortunately. Actually, my son did bring me a, a professional face mask that has micron filters in it. It's like a painter's mask. So that's another cool thing. Go buy painter's masks. Um, all right, let's see. I'm going to look at some of these. Uh, there's someone saying that we should wash our fruits and vegetables with soap to stop coronavirus spread. That might be helpful. Also look into bleach, you know, see how many drops of bleach in a bucket of water. Also fruit and vegetable, um, soap does actually exist. So that's a good, that's a good one. Um, I have it. It's just, it's like a capful to a big bucket of water and you put your vegetables in there. You let it sit, sit and soak for 20, 30 minutes. 
that could be uh, extremely helpful. And as coronavirus is causing shortages, um, Detol is being sold for five pounds point six um, on eBay as coronavirus causes the shortages. It says K though. I don't know if that means. Oh, for uh, for a kilo, I guess five point six pounds. So that's something too. I mean, if you guys are running out of stuff in your local stores, you might want to check out eBay, you know, to see if you can't get, um, things that will basically kill germs, (laughs) including viruses like bleach, you know, um, so check that out. Um, by the way, I'm reading these stories from mirror.co.uk. So I'm going to check this one out. Mom's extreme lengths to help keep her teenager son at home during the coronavirus lockdown. Yeah. It's some, some teenagers don't understand exactly what's going on and maybe this will be helpful. We'll read it and see what happens. My son, it's like, he's been preparing for these moments his whole life. He has been a prepper. (laughs) I mean, he's got, he's got an ax and a fishing pole. He said, if we've got to cut down, you know, if we got to cut up some logs and make a fire and go fishing in the river to eat if it comes to be that desperate for us we've got everything we've got every we've got machetes we have we have a machete we've got an axe i live in an apartment building in a city but this is but we're surrounded by four rivers and so my son's like you know what better be prepared and not need this stuff than need the stuff and not have it so there we go all right let's see what this mom is doing she uh, Tamara Wrigley is her name and she's had to resort to extreme method- measures to keep her son at home after the COVID-19 lockdown was implemented to help stop the spread of the coronavirus now this is funny because didn't it just start in the UK like two days ago this is crazy so she says one mom has shared the extreme length she made to in an attempt to stop her son from going out with his friends during the lockdown Oh, she's Australian. Okay, no, they've been... Okay, this makes sense. So I thought, like, all right, this makes sense. Because they've been on, on lockdown quarantine for quite a while. Just like us over here in Ecuador. So she says, well, she has an open and friendly relationship with her kids. And they usually do what they're told. She was struggling to get her 17-year-old... Oh, same same age as my kid. To, to uh, follow the lockdown protocols. So... Her son returned home from university once a coronavirus case was revealed there. And he now he's continuing to do his studies online. But since then, he's continued to make plans with his friends in spite of the strict measures that are in place. Let's see. We got that, right? This is like a really long article. Um, she, she was thinking that he wasn't really grasping the concept of what was happening in the world. And... The first day he was home, he says, Mom, I'm going to a birthday party tonight. And she says, no, I'm not. you're not going anywhere. He didn't seem to understand the severity. And when he came home, he was unwell. And he had symptoms of a cold when he came home from the uni. So, all right, this one's a bit of a groan. Sorry. Um, <laughs> basically... He didn't have a fever, so he wasn't required to get tested for coronavirus. But the doctor said, you got to self-isolate and 
The next day, he didn't care. He's going to go out with a friend. So she basically took away his car keys. She's like, we had to put the brakes on, uh, literally. <laughs> um, she just, so basically, uh, he's grounded. Even though he goes to university, he's, he's a big gamer, but it's how he communicates with his friends. So she's not really worried about that, but yeah, it's crazy. This is. I'm sure this is going to happen. She says, unfortunately, it might take them seeing some drastic, something drastic happening that's closer to home for them to get really to come to grips with what's happening around the world. It's like, it's, it's hard for people, especially kids. It's really hard for the teenagers. She says it's for her. It's, it's tough time for her to have to do this to her kid, but it's all about communication and keeping the relationship, you know, open, but she had to do that. I, I don't blame her. Do you guys blame her? That's like, it's not really weird news though. You know what I mean? Like I literally looked up weird news and I don't think that's terrible or weird. And if my kid didn't understand what was going on, he'd be out there walking, you know? So I don't know. Um, let's see what else we can find. If you care to look at the mirror.co.uk slash news slash weird dash news uh people are cutting their ha- own hair during the lockdown and uh it's it's not going too well <laughs> like at all there's some hilarious pictures so i don't know i'm i cut my own hair and i've been since i had a really bad haircut six years ago in guatemala i just have been forced to uh learn how to cut my own hair and be very patient with it and what would normally take 30 minutes for a haircut takes me about two hours, but I'm maybe not that much. Maybe it takes me about an hour now. <laughs> so I go extremely slow and, uh, but yeah, and I mean, I do layers. I do everything. I frame my face. I could do bangs. I do everything. I'm really good, but yeah, especially if you're a guy and you're trying to shave and make it perfect in the back, I, I just, you know what? Don't worry. It doesn't matter if you look like a mountain man. Grow your beard. Grow your hair. Like, come on. A hairdresser uh, who, I guess they're in a place where they're not under quarantine quite yet. A hairdresser has decided to cut holes in the umbrella for arms and eyes to see the the uh, client's hair. But this is hilarious. This is another, this is another visual. <laughs> just like two little slits for eyes is that the person can see the person's hair this is it's just crazy that is weird (laughs) so at that point you know what just 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 put put the brakes on people don't need their hair cut that bad it's like one of the very very um least things um (laughs) if you're really into video gaming uh fifa and Fortnite players can earn extra cash during the lockdown by teaching others how to play. I'm not going to read the article any more than that, but I thought that was a strange one. Um, some of these other articles, they're not even weird. They're barely weird news. There's like barely any weird news anymore uh, now that most people are stuck indoors. <laughs> I'm hoping. Even like the fruit and vegetable washing, that's not weird. It's just normal. Um so this this is one that looks kind of funny. Gloria Gaynor. 
um, her I will survive. Uh, one mother has become especially creative during the coronavirus lockdown, and she made an entire music video parody to Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. And this has gone viral. <laughs> I don't think we should use that word anymore, do you? On social media, after sharing the video, and she sings about surviving self isolation with wine, snacks, and plenty of gin. Well, wine and gin, oh my god. Um, she's re- moving through various rooms in the house wearing a blue metallic leotard and tights. And her words perfectly capture how most parents around the UK will be feeling about right now, dealing with homeschooling and spending too much time with their significant other. Oh my God, this, I, uh, this is a hilarious looking video. Um, it says, uh, instead of I will survive, she's calling it, I will self isolate. And if you want to look at it, it says Victoria E M E S Victoria Ames. And it's all one word. You could watch her on Instagram. I think I'm going to go add her immediately. because This looks hilarious. It's like super, super funny. So, all right. Uh, let's see. There was a four year old girl who cannot be consoled after her favorite takeaways have been shut down. I feel your pain. This struggle is real. Oh, she's crying. This is so sad. It's going to make me cry just looking at her face. Yeah, I get it. Seriously, my favorite Indian food restaurant is shut down. My favorite Italian food place, even an Italian place that I'm not terribly fond of, but their pizza's okay. They shut down. This is all very, very depressing when you have to cook for yourself and you can't get your favorite foods delivered anymore. Um, Jack Monroe's Lockdown Larder tips praised by thousands. I have no idea what that means. There's some things I just don't understand at all. So, oh my God. So here are some of the lyrics from this lady's video. Uh, At first I was afraid, I was petrified, kept thinking how I'd ever live without the world outside. But then I spent so many nights scoffing crisps and necking wine. I know it's time to say we're gonna be just fine. And so we're here, stuck in this room. (laughs) I don't know when we're getting out, but no better place to face the doom. I don't know. Now I can't remember how the song goes. I should have bought that bag of rice. I should have stockpiled more bog roll. If I had known for just one second, I'd have such a messy hole. (laughs) But I've got snacks, plenty of gin. That homeschool schedule can go straight in the fucking bin. (laughs) Oh my God. I want to smash my husband's face. I want to wave my kids goodbye, but I won't crumble. I won't lay down and die. Oh, no, not I. (laughs) No wonder she has 129,000 followers. She sounds like she is hilarious. Um. (laughs) Uh. So she says, I will self-isolate. This goes out to all the S something GS in isolation, wondering how the fuck you're going to live through the indefinite number of months stuck indoors with your dickhead family. (laughs) You're not alone. 
not going to lie. It's going to be tough because let's face it, partners can be utter pricks and kids. Well, they're, they're just the best, biggest winkers of them all. But babes, we can fucking do this, she says. <laughs> she says, we'll get there, girls. One gin, one wine, one crisp, one chocolate biscuit, and one tear, saturated day at a time. They say thousands have viewed the parody, many taking the time to share and comment. And one person says, this is my new anthem. (laughs) Another person wrote, this is wonderful. What a scary bonkers world we're living in, but you just made it that much bit better or that, that, that bit better. A third added, this is just what I needed. You go girl. So yeah. Wow. This is crazy. I'm glad though, you know, there's so much, much comedy coming out of this. There was a, I was sent a meme in Spanish today. It shows a guy laying on the couch, sound asleep and his, his mouth is open, you know, like he's getting ready to drool. It looks like, and it says in 2009, he's a, he's a puto vago, basically a fucking vagrant, right? Like, you know, no one likes a lazy person, right? And this is, this is South American style memes, right? Because people take pride in not being lazy here. And it, but then it says in 2020, it says responsible citizen. <laughs> it's the exact same picture. It's like, that's exactly right, man. <laughs> so all the puto vagos are now Suidadana responsables. <laughs> So, uh, there's a, an app, I guess it suggests recipes for when you're running low on food during the coronavirus lockdown. Uh, you can adopt a lonely grandparent to keep them company during self-isolation. I don't know so much about that. I don't think we should go visit the elderly right now. Sorry to the elderly. There is though, I did find on, um, oh, I think it was now this channel. If you want to go check out some of, they've got some really good stories about the lockdown and there was, uh, these people, um, who run a robot company and the robot just goes around on wheels, goes wherever you need it. You ask it to do whatever, and it will come to you and open up like a Skype or a Facebook and it will call people for you. And they sent out, I think they said a hundred thousand or something, or maybe it was just a thousand robots in Belgium. They sent these robots out to all the nursing homes so that people could talk to their loved loved ones and have their weekly visits, but through the internet. So I thought that was really sweet. Um, let's see. There's a weird story about a married woman who showed off her rings, but people are worried about her finger because the rings don't fit her right. They're too tight. Um, a mom has strict food rules for self-isolation. I don't know if I can read that or not. That's not even weird. It's like barely weird. None of this is really actually weird news. There is a man though, who is charging $3 and 50 pounds for one roll of toilet paper at a local market in the UK. And if you want to buy a second one, that'll cost you $99 because he doesn't want people to be dickheads about, (laughs) about the loo rolls, (laughs) the toilet paper. So, a man with who is in self-isolation with coronavirus 
has sent his dog to shop with a list and money. <laughs> Antonio Munoz from Mexico. He was just three days into this corona self-isolation when he got a craving for some crisps. So he turned to his pet chihuahua <laughs> for help. Ah, look at this dog. He looks terrified. He's got... Oh my god, he's got a note inside of his collar. Oh my god, this is hilarious. This is weird news. I like this one. Um, Alright, so it says... um, (laughs) One man developed a serious hankering for some cheetahs, devised a plan to turn his dream into reality. (laughs) With a little help from self-isolating man's best friend. Uh, He wrote... Hola, señor de la tienda. Puede venderle a mi perrita unos chitos naranjas. Rojos no. Porque pican en el cola. Trae 20. It says 20 dollars, but it's like actually 20. So he says, ojo. Okay, so basically, hello, mister of of the store. You can sell to my dog a packet of the orange Cheetos. The red ones, no, because they are um, spicy in the ass, basically. (laughs) Uh, So here, um, so basically saying that he's sending 20 um, pesos. Ojo, si no atiende bien a mi perra, lo muerde, I think. Basically, he says, so basically, don't, um, don't treat my dog like shit. <laughs> it says, attention al vecino de enfrente. So, attention the neighbor in the front. Um, and it says, basically, the, war- the note warned that the dog would bite if not treated right. So, there's more to it. Yeah. So yeah, look. The, okay, okay. So basically, yeah, my my um my dog's gonna bite you <laughs> if you don't treat it right. It says it came back successfully with orange, not red Cheetos, and it shows this dog carrying the bag of Cheetos. That is freaking hilarious. That is really really funny. Um, here's another fun one. <laughs> A man has used a drone to walk his dog <laughs> without leaving the house during the coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> oh my god. There's a video, you guys. He has this white Pomeranian on a leash that's attached to a drone. Oh my god. Even though Cyprus is only enforcing the official lockdown at night, it seems that one self isolating man has already been taking the extra precautions. Uh, Vakis Demotrio is a fitness instructor and he is uh, now it's his I don't know why this is breaking all of a sudden it's like all the words just jumped off the page and it was like absolutely blank suddenly and I'm waiting okay now it came back on okay a fitness instructor based in La Masol, Cyprus has revealed his unique strategy for walking his dog amid the shutdown Rather than risk leaving the house himself, 
he has enlisted the help of a drone to walk the Pomeranian. <laughs> he put the video strategy on Instagram. Fifth day quarantine. Stay home safe, but don't forget your dog happiness. <laughs> oh my God. It's a little white drone with a black leash to this white dog. This is insane. That's hilarious though. I love it. That's really incredible. So if you want to train like an FBI agent during the coronavirus lockdown, there's a brand new app that has been launched by the FBI (laughs) to learn how to train like an agent. Wow. That's fun. Uh, Coronavirus prevention experts have advised against wearing glasses. I'm, I'm sorry. I've advised, I guess, against wearing contact lenses during this time. Yeah, if you have coronavirus on your hand, you don't want to touch your eye. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your eyes. Um, Boris Johnson did permit one form of exercise per day, such as a run or walk or a cycle. But you know what? Boris Johnson just tested positive for coronavirus. I wouldn't be so apt. You know, exercise inside your home. I think that's hilarious. Oh my God, this drone. There's several pictures if you want to check it out on the mirror. And by the way, this dog carrying the Cheetos back, I I forgot to say that the bag of Cheetos is the same size as the dog and he was carrying it above the ground. It didn't even touch the ground. I'm like, way to go, doggy. He knows about it. When a lot of people, almost a quarter of a million people have already seen this and they say, Low bar, dog gets you a beer from the fridge. High bar, dog commutes to get you snacks and returns a change. (laughs) Another says, does the dog know GPS? And a third added, oh, this broke me. Thank you for the laughter. This dog is adorable. Oh my God. He looks super nervous. His eyes are like all huge and like, oh my God. So, uh, yeah. Unbelievable. I I love this. All right, that's a good that, that's a good place to stop. <sighs> People are walking their dogs by drone and sending their dogs to go get Cheetos. Gotta admire that dedication to snacking there. I seriously I'm sitting here every day going, I'm probably gonna lose weight because I can't get my my bags of chips that I get maybe two times a week. And I miss Oreo cookies. I don't know. Are you guys missing stuff? (sighs) Write a list of the things you miss. Things you're going to go out and buy as soon as you can get out of here. (laughs) As soon as you can get out of your home. (sighs) I know I have a huge list. It's starting. (laughs) Well, that's it. That's the end of this week. I'm going to take two days off. And I'll be back on Monday with all unique and original programming, just like always. Monday will be another installment of the Spirits Book by Alan Kardec. So hopefully you are looking forward to hearing that. I wanted to say thank you to those of you in the United States and and especially in France who have put me on the charts. I've actually gotten pretty high up in the charts lately. So I have a big French following and I wanted to say merci beaucoup, just like always um, on that one as well. Uh, what else? I wanted to say thank you to, oh goodness, I'm going to have a list, but hopefully I won't forget anybody. Thank you to Greg and Vanessa and Ariel 
for writing me letters as well as or emails to mermaid girl not mermaid girl i'm sorry not that one uh to metaphysical soul speak at gmail.com so thank you for writing me there as well as people who have written me recently on um instagram i've heard from chris and julie and i know you guys listen to the show so i wanted to say thank you for writing me it's really been helpful during the quarantine for sure I mean, tomorrow I'm looking at day 12. (laughs) So, I mean, this guy had to have his dog after three days. He was like, I was really hungry. What? Right. I really wanted those chips. I I don't blame you, man. (laughs) Uh, The quarantine is rough. Get it? Rough, rough. (laughs) All right. I've got to go. I'm making stupid punny jokes. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Forwarding, liking, and subscribing. And thank you for marketing, marking on your calendar the date of July 1st, because that is when we will go into voting for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. So mark it so you can vote for Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. And thank you for telling everybody in your Facebook groups and your Instagram followers all about my show. Um, actually, my numbers have gone up, so I want to thank, thank, thank you so much very much. I appreciate you. I've gotten a couple pieces of new art up on, you know, well, Instagram art and, you know, some more words of encouragement. If you care to look me up at mermaid girl, 888 on Instagram. All right. That's it guys. I gotta go. I'll see you on Monday or, you know, speak with you on Monday, I suppose. And I'm signing off now with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy fifth dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.